All right. Everyone, welcome back. Uh, again, my name is Patrick, and I'm here with... Cody. All right. And uh, we said we'd have our name, and we came up with our name since the last episode. Uh, yeah. We went with Joystick Journeys, a two-player podcast. And while... Most of the time, this will be a two-player podcast. Today, we did bring Player 3 along, and uh, and that is... Hello, I'm Lauren. All right, that's right. We brought Lauren on. Damn right. So uh, let's go ahead and jump right in. I'm going to start with um, a couple of our opening segments, uh, stuff I guess I'd kind of be interested in in our, you know, the early bits of a podcast, I guess. Damn right. Um, actually, no, no, no. I want to talk about our name a little bit before we get into it. Hell yeah. So we went through a couple things, um, which I'm not going to say just in case we're ever forced to rename for whatever reason. But uh, <laughs> but no, uh, when uh, Joystick Journeys came up, we really liked this one. And, uh, and me and Cody were like, oh, man, I think that's the one. And then Lauren chimed in. She's like, oh, my God, it's it's great. So we did decide to go with that one. And I love it. I love it. It's, um, Me too. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of like such a whimsical, wholesome like name. And then we got the art with it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I love that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And it's just like everyone is listening to this podcast. They're going on this journey with us. So, Damn right. yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and speaking of the art, I want to thank our friend Jake. Um, yeah. He, he actually commissioned that art from a pretty talented artist. On Instagram, she goes by Mori, M-O-R-I dot Pan, P-A-N. Uh, she did phenomenal work, and uh, Jake commissioned that art. And uh, yeah, yeah, he gave us permission to use it, so it was super nice of him. We um, we we got our website set up. The website just goes to a link tree, which just kind of has all the links for the podcast there. And funny story about that, you heard me um, complaining about it. So we set up Linktree and instantly <laughs> got banned. <laughs> I've seen it as, you know, like a compliment. You know, you got to have some haters, man. Yeah, but and, and no idea why. We contact support. <coughs> oh, oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. No worries. We'll bleep that. Um, <laughs> um, well, I contacted support and support's just like, yep, sorry. Our bad. No idea why that happened. And unbanned it. So, yeah, um, we are joystickjourneys.net. And, um... Yeah, so, uh, all right, let's hop on in. So today for our hardware segment, um, the things that came up kind of in the news this week that I was excited about is um, the Oculus Quest 3. They had their keynote for it. It's kind of already been out there floating in the news, but um, they had their keynote for the Quest 3. Uh, looks like it's pretty much twice as powerful as the Quest 2. Um, if you're using the standalone, hmm. it's doing like 4K textures. Uh, it does have the PC pass through. It's like all the weight is a little further, closer to your face. Um, so people are saying it's a little more comfortable. Um, but yeah, they got those new pancake lens in it with the IPD slider. So it can, you know, match your pupils if you your eyes are a little closer together or further apart or whatnot. And, uh, and the pancake lens gives you a wider field of view. So it's like it's closer to your eyes and, and you know, you're... Yeah, uh, apparently, just it looks a lot better. The screens are great. It's two separate sc- uh, screens instead of one big LCD. So, yeah, that's that's how that would go. <laughs> I just bought my Quest Two. Was it a year ago? Uh, almost, almost. The uh, it was the beginning of this year. You got your Quest. It's granted, really good, really good system to have, especially mm-hmm. a good little standalone where you don't have to have a bulky ass PC or something following you. Right, right. Yeah. Um, 
I know Lauren here, she, um, we were looking at potentially getting another headset because uh, she was joining us a couple times. We were doing VR chat and whatnot, but uh, she gets motion sick so easy. Yeah, it's not really a good time. I get, I get really messed up for like a day or two after I play. So, I mean, it that is a really good time. Sucks cause it, it does. It's a really fun time. On and VR. I love it. Like, yes, I, I love the shit out of it. Just because you get to kind of act out just how you would want to act out in a game. Like, I remember in Skyrim VR, I would just, like, walk over there and somebody would talk shit. And I could hold an arrow to his face and say, what'd you say, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get to live my dream of being Bucciarati, so. Oh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, I, yeah, I think they say it starts at $300, and um, which had me kind of side-eyeing Lauren. Like, hey, Christmas coming. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, other, uh, other than that, they also they announced the Raspberry Pi 5, which um, us in that kind of uh, tech space out there, that kind of surprised me. I knew it was on the horizon, but I did not expect it out of nowhere this year. I figured it'd probably be in the next year or so. But yeah, there were some impressive specs on the um, Raspberry Pi 5. So uh, I think the GPU has 50% more headroom than the old one. Uh, but yeah, those start at like $75, so... And they're up for pre-order. I think they come out uh, first, second week of October. So, um, Other than that, the other thing I saw, uh, Newegg, for anyone interested, is now starting in like a GPU trade-in program. I guess, you know how like Apple and Samsung, and they're like, hey, if you trade in your phone, we'll give you half off towards our new device. Uh, well, Newegg's kind of doing something like that apparently but they're just giving you like a fixed value based on the gpu you have um and their value is almost game stoppy to be honest uh if you have a 2060 they'll give you 90 dollars 2070 120 2080 ti's 200 bucks and a 3080s 330 dollars so if anyone out there has a gpu and you don't want to try selling it and you want to trade it in that's apparently that's a thing now so shoot uh which one do i have in my system again uh, I think it's a 1070, which they're offering like, <laughs> what five cents? Oh uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's I'm about to say that's GameStop price there. Yeah, yeah like fifty dollars. <laughs> oh um, yeah. All right, do you guys have anything for the hardware this week? Um, nah, not really. I I haven't seen nothing that peaked my eye. <laughs> we'll slide into <laughs> controversies. A lot of things I've seen people are talking about overheating iPhones. That new iPhone 15 we brought up last week. Some people are having issues where they're just charging it and it's overheating, uh, sitting on their desk charging, overheating. Uh, but that's not a widespread issue. A lot of people are working just fine. They're showing that they're playing their iPhone docked charging, playing Resident Evil 8 or whatever they were playing. They have some console ports now in the iPhone 15, full price $60 games. And um, and their temperatures were fine. You know, they were showing temperatures and all. So um, apparently I saw today where Apple's releasing a software update that should fix that for those who are affected. So, um, yeah. That's cool. But, I mean, you got to think, hey, the phone can easily snap just like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it seems like it was a cheaply made, like you said, out it like the colors on it were faded or like yeah it's like quality control finished. was off and, and again you of course the one percent of people who have these issues are the people who's posting the pictures and whatnot so you know you're kind of um 
what you're seeing. That's kind of your reality there. So, um, but the truth be told, it's it's probably just less than five percent of phones, one percent of phones or so have all these issues. Uh, but still, you're seeing all these in the news. You're seeing all these on the tech channels I follow. So. I uh, figured I'd just bring it up. Again, uh, I I do use an iPhone. I haven't had any issues with mine. I don't have the 15. I don't have the titanium, whatnot. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of easy for my family infrastructure. Um, you know, the whole iMessage, the, you know, tracking your kid and all that. So, And the stickers, oh. which is new. Oh, yeah, that's right. With iOS 17. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I... Now you can, like, hold on an image and peel whatever the subject of the image is and use it as a sticker i mean i i can't say i love it but i do have like 97 pictures saved as stickers yeah so uh, every time i send lauren a text now instead of responding she just stamps my message with one of her stickers it's like a reaction it's it's good because i don't have to look through all my photos to find a good reaction. I can just go <laughs> to my stickers, go. slap it on the message. There you go. Um, and other news, what a, slightly affects us. So this week, um, again, Cody and I were doing this podcast just to have a good time with it. So we're, we're not like huge into marketing or anything like that. We're just, we're just having fun. We're just having a good time. And, um, but I did want to make it available to anyone who wanted to listen uh, and potentially watch. We do want to actually do, you know, like the live podcast stuff in the future. Um, so I put it on every platform you could imagine, um, including a platform called Google Podcast. I never heard of Google Podcast. And I guess that doesn't surprise me because also in news this week, Google is shutting down their Google Podcast in 2024. So our podcast will be removed from Google Podcast. Um, but I guess they're transitioning to something called YouTube podcast. So if that's up or whenever that's up, we'll, um, publish to there too. Um, uh, two more bullet points I have here under controversies. Looks like the Sony CEO is stepping down. Uh, I didn't see if he mentioned a reason or anything, but a lot of people are, you know, praising him and kind yeah, of, yeah, I the didn't see that done. too. Uh, when I was skimming through, I can't, I think. I think he's just stepping down. I don't think there's like any reasoning behind it or right. nothing. I think he's just passing the torch or whatnot. Yeah, that's that's the idea I was getting. The last thing I had on here was um, Capcom's president. Uh, he says that games need to cost more because of ballooning development costs. You and I briefly touched on this, or maybe it wasn't that brief, actually. But uh, we did touch on this last week uh, about how games are now ballooning to $70. So when Capcom, Capcom's president, he said this, and the thing is because people are like, are you, like, you're putting Resident Evil now on the iPhone, sure, but it's $60. We have to pay $60 for Resident Evil 8 on our iPhone. And um, to my understanding, his reaction to that was, well, I think games need to cost more. So at first I was going to be like, whoa, 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 what does he mean cost more? They're already $70, but that's not the case for Capcom. Capcom, they're still at that $60 mark. So I think what he's, he's setting expectations that they're also going to be ballooning up to that 70 that Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's $70 mark. So, um, but I guess we'll see. What about you? Do you have anything that you heard? I mean, well, first off, Capcom, 
I loved you since Street Fighter, but now I don't know. That, that, that's just not cool. Um, but, yeah, for the pricing, I would say, you know, like, if the game comes out, like, you know, when Elden Ring came out, it was such a revered, and everybody was saying it was a real good game. Yep. And then when um, Boulder's Gate 3 came out, again, the developers worked on it. They worked really hard, and they made a really good game. I could see paying, if they were going to hype the price up, I could see them paying, you know, the 70 and 80. But now, if a piece of crap comes out like Redfall, <laughs> like, uh, that that game was like, just, it sounded fun. If I would have paid for that game, yeah. <laughs> instead of just using Game Pass, if I would have paid for that game, I would have been so mad. I remember playing Redfall. You and I walking into, uh, it was like this roundabout area. And I thought my game, I, I, I literally told you, oh, I, my game's bugged. It's not loading. And, um, and you're like, what are you talking about? And um, I'm like, yeah, there's, there's like no foliage or nothing here. And you're like, yeah, there, there's nothing here for me either. And sure enough, there's just <laughs> nothing there. It's like, it, n- there's not. There's this big, empty, like, center thing at this roundabout. There's not even a piece. There's no bush. There's nothing. It was it was so, it just felt so unfinished. And you and I might have done three hours of that game, and I was so bored of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was just so much wrong with it. Like, uh, wasn't, didn't that come out at 72? I, I, I could be mistaken here, but I'm pretty sure that was a $70 title. <laughs> that was the biggest, like, newest flop that I've seen out of video gaming. Like, yeah, that that was worse. Like, the weapons, there was really no reasoning behind, you know, picking a certain character because everybody could use all the same weapons. Yeah, so, it, 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 it was, was just like, those little abilities they had or whatnot. Yeah, it, it was, they, they had, they could have done something with it and they just... Said, ah, we'll just get some money. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was good. I sat that one out. I made a good call. Yeah, we tried <laughs> to get Lauren to play that one with us. And um, I even got her like a month uh. of Game Pass. And she's just like, uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I think I was binge watching shows back then. I don't even know. That's probably what that was. But I'm yeah. going to go with that. I had a better time <laughs> than you guys, obviously. Apparently <laughs> so. Um, also, you know, about GameStop, uh, they, uh, their stocks are plummeting now because of, in the past five years, they've had five CEO quits since. Uh-huh. So it's like plummeting down. But then I kind of think, you know, what if my little controller glitch I've been doing with them here lately, what if that's been ruining them? <laughs> Cody, why don't you explain You are to me? putting GameStop out of business yeah. single-handedly. Explain to me what you mean by your controller glitch. All righty, so this, this is the life hack okay. for gamers. Okay. Like, especially gamers that, you know, the controllers wear out quickly for them. Well, for me, they do. I, a regular controller like the $37 or now I think it's like 42 controller you can get from them, uh, it wears out in about six, seven months for me, if that. Anyways, you just buy that controller, and then you get the one-year insurance on it. How much is the insurance? The insurance is like, 
I think they did bump it up now, like two dollars. So it's like seven dollars. So you're looking at a forty-five dollar controller or so. Yeah. Mm, okay, forty-five to fifty dollars for this controller. And uh, then you get the insurance on it, and uh, like I said, I wear out controllers quick, so it doesn't matter what is wrong with that thing. If you got stick drag, if you got a button that's not working, anything like that. Just in, I've never had a problem returning it. So uh, you can return it, and you can either get your money back or exchange it for a new one. So then you exchange it for that new one. And then you just ask to put insurance on that new one, which is about, you know, you, you pay $7, $8 for a brand new $42, $45 controller. Right. You could also get their uh, pro membership, which I mainly only got that because I used to love the GameStop, well, Game Informer magazines. Uh, but they haven't sent me one in forever, but I was like... They swapped it digital. Oh, I guess... Well, they kept on so- telling me they still would send out, like, if you uh, asked them, they would send out the uh, magazines, but uh, I really didn't oh, do yeah. that either. Maybe they do still do it. I know when I renewed, they automatically put mine digital, and I called and complained, and um, and then at that point, they made it physical again, and then they gave me two years of physical magazines for the trouble, um, even though I no longer had my subscription. So I had a big box, like a collection of them. Uh, and I think they're, I don't know, under the bed somewhere or something. Heck yeah. I, but uh, the main reason I was bringing up the membership, if you get that, um, each month you get like, I think it's a $5 uh, get uh, off of anything card. Okay. You get that with the membership. So if you, then you can apply that $5 to getting the insurance to get on the controller and knock it down again to $2. Okay. And even one of their regional managers sat there and asked me one day, he was like, did you really just get this controller for $2? And I was like, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he quickly walked out of the store. I was like, I don't want him to make up some rule to where I can't do this no more. All right, right. Well, yeah, I guess for controllers, yeah, that that's that's probably a good way to go personally. I try to stay away from GameStop now. I just feel like they've gotten so money hungry. Um, I remember you and I traded in like 30-something games back in the day, and we had like $80 in credit or something. It was yeah, something it was so horrible. I think it was we could buy like one game. Yeah, it, it was heartbreaking. But um, But then, you know, we were younger and felt like we were committed at that point. Like, oh, he already rang up all these and... Um, well, whatever. I guess go pick a game. <laughs> um, we, got, we got screwed. Yeah. Badly. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else? Controversies? Other than that, no. No? All right. Let's dive into our first topic of the week. I'm going to kind of just spit things off as they come to me because, um, I, I, you know, I jot down a couple things, but... Um, I also just kind of like to roll with the flow of the podcast. Wing it. Yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) Uh, And that's, uh, I said I'd play Phantom Liberty this week, and I did. Uh, I didn't get to finish it, uh, because there actually is quite a bit of content in it. And uh, I have to say, I'm genuinely, um, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I'm so happy with the comeback that CD Projekt Red has made. It's... um, 
It, it's great. It's great. Um, what's uh, there's a lot of articles floating around that stating that you can accidentally lock yourself out of the DLC. And I guess that verbiage is technically true, but what they mean is CD Projekt Red, they made, you know, an RPG, and based on your decisions, and that's kind of, Cyberpunk's kind of always had that. If you mess up, you messed up, that's it. You can reload if you want, but it's not like these other hand-holding games that's going to game over you and reload for you. If it sends you on a mission to go save this guy, and you mess up and he dies... That's it. Mission failed. That guy's dead forever. And that's kind of what they mean. You have some choices and things that you can do in the very first hour to two hours of Phantom Liberty. Um, let's just say at one point the lady goes, all right, so are you willing to help us? Is the gist. I don't want to give any spoilers. And, uh, and you can say no. And then it goes, whoa, 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 whoa. We have what you need, though. Are you sure you want to help us? This is the game's way of giving you that, are you sure? <laughs> and uh, and you've pretty much got an option to say, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, I, I am sure. You know? Um, or, all right, fine. You're blackmailing me. I'll do it. And uh, if you pick that, yeah, I'm sure. I'm not helping you. The whole DLC mission goes, failed. Boom. That's it. Um, but even before that, on, like, the very first big mission... Um, if I'm again, without spoilers, if you mess something up though, you, you bomb out of the DLC, boom, DLC failed. Um, yeah, but other than that, uh, there's some new guns there. The guns are cool. The guns are fun. Uh, I've only gotten about four hours into it. And a lot of that was side quest and whatnot. Um, but what I've seen so far, um, it's intriguing. I've got to meet Idris Elba's character. It's, it's not what I thought it was going to be. I thought the story was going to be a bit different involving him, um, and and that's that's not a bad case. It's, I'm not unhappy with the way they did it, um, but yeah, the, I thought the story was going to be something else, and it could be. I guess it could kind of one eighty on me, but uh, yeah, right now it's 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 good. It's good. I, I I want to make some more progress on it this week, and yeah, maybe wrap up our discussion on that. I need I need to make money. <laughs> uh, I really want to get it now. It, it seems like a really awesome game, and just it's a good single player. Uh, it's always good going single player, even though it's kind of been sucking here lately. We've only been doing single players. Uh, yeah, yeah, the kind of <laughs> end of the year lineup here: Starfield, yeah. Lies of P, Cyberpunk. It has been a lot of single player experiences for us uh, here in the latter half of the year. Um, but while we've been playing single player games, let's talk about player three here. Who's been really quiet. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, what have you been doing this year? Uh, so, um, huh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I just been putting a couple hours into Genshin Impact. Oh, Genshin Impact. And not too not too much though. Nothing crazy or anything. Mm, right, right. <laughs> Philistine to prove it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see the hours. Played. I should have checked before I got got in here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm gonna say well, what do you know? <laughs> oh, it's a little oh, <laughs> no. I'm going to say uh, it's at least um, 
800 or so. Um, yeah, yeah, it was uh, probably somewhere up in there. But uh, let's talk about gotcha games. So Genshin is, it's a it's what they call a gotcha game. Um, and Genshin, uh, to give everybody kind of a rough run, fantasy world style game, you go in, kind of hack and slash. Uh, you build a team of four, and those characters you can do what's called wishes. And those wishes require either certain currency to buy the wishes, or you can earn the wish the wishes by doing quests. Wishes that are earned normally require a lot of work to earn them. And with that, it's a one in every ten wish is guaranteed to give you a four-star character. And then it's one in... At first, I heard one in a hundred, but it's apparently after 90 wishes, there is a... I think it's 1%, could be less, but it's like a, a one-ish percent chance to get a five-star character, which is super good or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, and if you don't get one after 90 rolls, then you're guaranteed one. It's called Pity. Uh, they take pity on you for losing so many times that <laughs> they finally give you one. <laughs> the thing is, though, uh, wishes are not easy to get. They take a long time to farm, and when a five-star character comes up, um, they're typically only available for like two weeks before the next one cycles in. So if there's a character you really want, there was one Lauren really wanted. Yeah, yeah, that you guys are really lucky that I'm sitting on this couch today because I lost my 50-50 and oh. I did not get Zhongli. <laughs> so oh. let's talk about 50-50. So I was just telling you all about Pity. What And Pity gives you that five-star character you're not guaranteed the one that's up right now. So the one that was up is what Lauren wanted. There's a 50% chance you get them with that five-star and a 50% chance you get one of the other Oof. normal five-stars. I say normal. They're, all, they're almost always available. Uh, and Lauren lost her 50-50. She was, she was quite upset. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't even get somebody like Deluke. <laughs> that was... I would have been like... Ugh. <laughs> All right, I uh, lost strongly. Yeah, However, we'll I did get Deluke. No, I didn't even get him. <laughs> oh, yeah. That game is punishing is on rewarding me characters. So, <laughs> And let's talk about that. So there's – you have you have the ability to purchase wishes with money. Actually, you can purchase a premium currency and then use that currency to buy wishes. <laughs> got cleared i'm sorry uh, but the the <laughs> thing is that currency is it's expensive i i don't remember what the translation was but i think it's for like 20 dollars you get less than 20 wishes yeah. so and again you need 90 wishes for a guaranteed five star so it's like for a hundred dollars the first time you spend money for instance, the first time you spend $20, it gives you $40 worth of currency. The first time you spend $50, it gives you $50 worth of currency, and et cetera, et cetera. But after that, you know, $100 worth of wishes is, you know, getting you like one guaranteed character. If you're lucky, you're going to get more than that. But yeah, it, it it's it's kind of... I'm going to say uh, predatory. It's kind of like that gambling aspect. Um, you can see and test these characters and see how much stronger they are. Because if you got a four-star lineup, you can get a bunch of 
free characters, which are all like four star characters and stuff. But then when you test some of these five star characters, they're infinitely better than what you have. I mean, hold up. Maybe. N- not all four star characters are bad, guys. Yeah, exactly. Like Kaya is shit. <laughs> He's not, though. He's really great. I mean, Baby, I'm just saying. Star, ain't she? Oh, or is she a five? No, no is she a four. four. <laughs> okay, all right. All right so. so yeah, I'm, you need a hush. I'm they just do saying, is literally the greatest ever. I'm just saying, my squad her. that I've got <laughs> is really good. <laughs> okay, so um, for people who aren't, um, oh yeah, and plus I don't have a lot of five stars. Like somebody <laughs> over here that says, "Yeah, if you're lucky," that got I think it was on his first couple rolls. He got two to three different, really good five stars, like back to back. Okay, so that was really lucky, and I thought it was a feature, but <laughs> but with that being said. <laughs> Uh, if you're still in the dark and stuck, some four-star characters are good. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, great, but, actually. But they let you test play these five-star characters, and then with the knowledge you have of how good that character is, they're like, all right, time to gamble. Spin the wheel, see if you win this character. Oh, you, you oh, time's almost up. You're not going to be able to get them for another year and some change if you don't get them now. So spend the money. And... um. Uh, I got off of Genshin. I stopped playing Genshin. I started playing um, uh, Honkai Star Rail. Um, and yeah, I fell into that pit. Kafka was coming out. And I, ju- I just saved up all my my wishes. They're not called wishes, though, in that game. You're, you're buying, like, tickets. And yeah, anyway. Anyway. But uh, yeah, so it is... I don't know. I, I guess you don't have to spend the money. You can work and grind for it. Like... Lauren has done nothing but play Genshin for the past six months almost mm-hmm. um, because she's been working and grinding for different characters. So I, I guess there's the downside of not spending money. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, what if I end up hating this game next week and I've just spent $50? But I, I also have to think, like, if I would have missed All Hate Them... I mean, I would have been really upset. That's he's like an integral. In the past. He yeah. he's an integral part of my little BDS right now. Oh, don't worry, you got me too. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I paid the. Uh, I think I did the twenty and the fifty. Uh, just because I really wanted a certain character, and yeah, that kind of broke me because um, it gave me the character I didn't even want. And uh, uh, it never gave yeah. me the character I did want. And I think that was when I spent the 40, and that really hurt me. So, so you yeah, quit. So you spent the money, it. didn't get what you want, and you quit. Uh, Well, shortly after that. <laughs> I can't remember what drug us away, but... I don't well, know. It's probably Battle Bit or Boulder. Battle Bit, yeah. yeah. That was it. I think yeah, that's when we were testing why, that out. That's why I won't spend money. That's why I was so afraid. I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to get jungly. I've got a really good setup. My BDS is just unstoppable. So, and then I was like, I just want jungly to say I've got him. I just want to look at him from time to time, maybe click a voice line or two, <laughs> and, just <be> like, <laughs> and just be, he's okay. Like, you know? But yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess. So. Well, that's, that's like why I didn't major, spend the money. You know, that's, 
That's really the only reason I would go back. And I know the worst part is Joel said, yeah, you could buy her right now. Oh, yeah, she is. She was just yeah. she was just in the shop. Like, you didn't have to spend the premium mm-hmm. currency. You just had to have the other currency. Yeah, I know, and I still didn't even go. Yeah, and then I reminded I you bad. like eight times, and, and I'm like, all right, whatever, he's dead to me. Or <laughs> she, she's dead to him, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I now just... Star Rail is a little more casual. It's uh, turn bl- turn based, so every now and then I hop on that, and uh, so I kind of toss Genshin to the side. Um, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be me. Yeah, yeah uh, we know. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> we know. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> let's see what else. Uh, Counter-Strike 2 came out this week, and just last week on this podcast, I said, I'm not playing it. I'm not playing it. And I stuck to it. I didn't play it. Uh, I also don't plan to play it. I have enjoyed watching it, though. They've kind of updated the graphic fidelity, and um, there's some complaints here and there by some people, but overall, I mean, it looks all right. Um, I'm kind of sticking to it, though. I'm not hopping back in Counter-Strike, so that is whatever. Uh, I've spent a lot of the week, actually, besides Cyberpunk, uh, working on that game that I've been doing. Um, And the other night, while we were all in Discord, um, I got the shit scared out of me. I was working on the audio, and, um, (laughs) and there's something called an audio uh, distortion filter that I was using. I didn't know what it did. That's why I was testing it. And the scale was zero to one. <laughs> so I tried zero. You know, I slid it over. I didn't really notice anything, so I slid it to one. Well, I don't know what that did, but it took the volume and multiplied it by, like, a hundred. It blew my eardrums out. It scared me so bad, like, to my core. I just wanted to go to bed, lay down, and just kind of cry a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh i'm glad you guys find that funny because i didn't find it too funny and then i'm sitting here thinking you know what i should re-record that and add it as jump scare audio in the game it is supposed to be a scary game but I- i'm telling you it was it was that awful sounds like a loss. and then yeah right yeah and then i'm um i was streaming and but that at that point in time i was streaming for a, a friend of ours matt and he had turn the stream off because he was doing something else and of course after he turns it off is when this happens so I, I, I don't even get to like get him you know scare him too or anything um, but uh, yeah that, that's all I had I, I'm still still working on that I'm trying to get the audio right and that and and the thing is you know what that noise was the noise that I distorted that scared me so bad hmm. that was a footstep you almost pooped yourself on the foot okay hold on hold on so the thing is whoa 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 that was the scariest footstep okay the thing is I wanted to make (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to make the audio sound better when the I'm going to just say bad guy was on a different floor. So I'm like, okay, what if I just distort his audio with a distortion filter? 
and it didn't sound any mm-hmm. different. So I'm like, oh, I'll just set it to one. <laughs> <laughs> Is the best way I can describe how it turned a plump, 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 plump into a. <laughs> Dude, yeah. see you wanted me to play it and nope nope not what I, I, that clearly didn't stay in and then we went to bed that night and I, yeah I, I told lauren i'm like man that really fucked me up <laughs> good times but yeah we are gonna play that this weekend cody you're gonna play test with me Again. i don't know about that yeah yeah no. <laughs> My hand might be broke. <laughs> I don't like scary games, scary games. Oh, it's already Saturday. Scary yeah. this, scary that. I'm, I'm not about the spooky. Well, that's too bad. Me neither. <laughs> so I, I told Lauren, like, why, why why, do I keep wanting to make a scary game? I don't handle scary video games well. I don't handle my own game well. I know I've programmed this AI, and I know I've turned off his ability to kill me. But when he runs at me, I'm like, nope, I, I end debugging. I just quit debugging. I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, so why, why, why do we go to the horror game? Th- this is the last you, one, probably. You thought of a couple of them, I'm like, yeah, straight to scary again, eh? Yeah, well, this is the last one probably for a while. So <laughs> I'm actually going to finish this one. It's almost done. We're going to publish it, and I'm moving on. Definitely. But it has, it has, uh, well, it does look pretty well for what it is. I mean, I do like the concept of it and everything. It's going to be, <laughs> even though I hate scary games, I mean, I'll give it a shot, but... <laughs> I don't know how many shots we're going to get. Yeah, well, I made the mistake of <laughs> jumping into game development, canceling a couple projects, and wanting to jump right into making this multiplayer scary game. Because, well, first off, I'm like, well, I'm not doing it by myself. I don't care if I made it or not. So we're going to make it multiplayer. And that entire mindset is the reason that there's four-person multiplayer. So, um, Because just like Phasmophobia... If I got to get scared by myself, I'm not doing it. Somebody's getting scared with me. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Oh, and that's right. You? Oh, yeah, from the oh, van. You remember right. from the van. You do remember <laughs> uh, Phasmophobia because yeah. we all played that together. And uh, there's some YouTube videos out there because uh, I think you were playing in VR, right? Cody, let's go to the basement. Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I, I remember this. Yep, nope. <laughs> I still remember we did uh, that game Pacifier. Thank you. No, that wasn't uh, in VR, was it? It was It was a little game where there was a girl, there was a doll. Uh, that, yeah, I think that mm. was Pacify. Yeah, it was I something was like not that. a fan. And I can't remember. I think Dallas was supposed to play. That's with right. Us. He was. Yeah, our friend Dallas was supposed to join us, and he never good, did. Good thing he never did, because we never played it again. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. But he still made me play it though, and I still remember there was one part where the uh, little evil thing comes to get you, and uh, I'd found out. Uh, I think it was just one guy that created this game, right? I don't remember. Uh, I think it was a real. I'm pretty, almost definitely it was, or it was like a really small team. But anyways, uh, yeah, I found out if I just looked down, like straight down, not looking up or anything, that yes, I would still hear the evil thing right beside <laughs> me. 
<laughs> but she wouldn't kill me. So I was like, fuck it. This is where I live now. <laughs> just nose in the dirt. Like, yeah, I, I'm sorry for coming in your house, ma'am. I'm sorry. Yeah, now get out. You know, you piece of shit. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm on, my, I'm on my way out. And don't you dare look up. I won't. I won't. Yep. That's, that's how I handled that game. Because, yeah, she scared me senseless to where I was just, like, panic, and I looked down, and I was like, maybe she won't notice if I'm looking down in the corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't, so I was just like, okay, this is where I live. Well, it's like the death animation in Phasmophobia was like it was kind of made for VR, because it's like the ghost or whatnot reaches behind you and, like, grabs your face Ooh, or yeah. whatnot. And, yeah, in, in VR, that was that's really creepy. But uh, Phasmophobia, we played a lot of Phasmophobia, especially in early Phasmophobia. And I uh, I clarify that because I was very unhappy with where they took the game. Of course, you know, they wanted their game to be better and everything. But they made it a little, I don't know, it was if if the ghost was chasing you, you could go get in a locker and hide from it. But now it's like if the ghost is chasing you and you go get in a locker, it just kills you through the locker. And I don't know. It's it's annoying. Every time we play it, some we can't play on a harder difficulty anymore or somebody instantly dies because you just can't get away. There's no one to run. You go into a closet. You go into a locker. It just follows you in. And it's a, it's annoying. It's annoying. So we, we quit Phasmophobia. But Phasmophobia was, um, it was one of the big reasons I decided to make my own little multiplayer scary game because we had so much fun with it. And while the concept of my game is entirely different, completely different, um, I still wanted that whole get scared with your friends ordeal. Um, and turns out that when you make a game that you get scared, then the person who's testing the game, who's making it, has to then get scared. So it's become this horrible balancing act of, me trying not to get scared, but always getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So, what else do we got? I know uh, Liza P just did an update. Um, I heard. I heard. Well, what I heard, and correct me if this isn't correct, I heard they did a balancing update to make the game easier. But yeah, then people were complaining or something, so they rolled it back. So okay, so maybe I didn't get the experience because, <laughs> I mean, I have a. Uh, I think they they said they had also uh, gave like uh, after I think it was like chapter six or seven, it was the uh, Lorenzi Arcade or something like that. I think. Anyways, uh, they said they increased the ergo. That you got from enemies. Because that's one thing I got to say about the game. The ergo that you get is what you need to level up your character. You know, get up the skills and everything like that. Right. Um, And it's also like, it's just like all around currency. That's how you buy stuff from the shop and everything. And uh, it doesn't really give you anywhere to get a lot. And their their enemies really don't give you a lot. So you're The bosses do and whatnot. But I don't know for the amount of fights you got to put in, especially in, like, the end game kind of area, I believe they should, like, at least do something with you getting more ergo because you're still getting, like, on enemies at the end of the game, you're still getting the same almost as if you were, like, just a little bit into the game. 
So you you feel they should increase what the lower enemies have so they're farmable. Yeah, make uh, make a good farm because that's what all Dark Souls games have done. There's always that one good farm. Okay. And it uh, helps people with the grinding and whatnot, you know, because you have to grind hard. Like, them games are punishing with their level ups. Right. Like, you have to get so much and one little mistake it could make you lose it all. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I saw I I know you're yeah, you're right there at the end game now and the boss I last saw you fighting uh was really giving you some trouble. Yeah. Yeah, that's what <laughs> Jesus Christ. <coughs> that's why I went uh and uh started doing some farming like I still haven't I wanted to try her now because I did a decent amount of farming last night since y'all left me alone. <laughs> I mean, whoops. I had Jake there last night, though. Me and him did a lot of Payday 3, which has been fun as well. But, yeah, Liza P. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, I've been doing some farming, so I'm ready to retry that lady. I'm glad I found out that when she shoots electric balls at you, you know. Ganondorf you can parry that. Yeah, Ganondorf right back, back at her. her. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Because cool. I was like, how do fuck am I supposed to dodge this shit I kn- yeah uh, well that brings me to payday 3 uh, That what a shit show um, the yeah. servers and whatnot. the always online what a disaster of a launch uh, I know they've kind of apologized for it uh, they have stuck to their guns on some things but uh, they're I don't know they claim they're fixing things they're gonna work at balancing things uh, we'll see I'd, I've decided not to touch it until they fix the game. Um, but, yeah, how's your experience with that been? Um, it does still have the good good old school Payday 2 kind of feel. And I kind of like that because, you know, it was, Payday 2 was a pretty solid game. Like, I liked it. It gave you that whole little heisting with your buddies, you know, having to get all the money out, you know, and get out of there with your crew. So, it, it was a good game. Uh, as in... Uh, they did bring in, like, uh, skill trees and whatnot, which kind of, right now I'm finding a lot of difficulty in doing them. Like, it, it's taking a lot of long, it's really hard trying to get the skill points to get into the skill tree. Like, you uh, can't just level up, you have to actually level up your infamy, which is completing the challenges. And the challenges, you know, they're not too difficult, but... That's what I've heard a, long a time. lot of people aren't happy with, is that whole... Uh, leveling up uh, via the challenges and whatnot. Yeah. So, uh, well, I kind of like that because it's going to force people to, okay, you can't just always do every heist, running gun, you know, blah, 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 blah. I mean, you're not going to get everything you should. Right. Like, you can and still walk out with good money, don't get me wrong, but there's certain achievements for doing it in certain ways like getting the certain item on a mission and uh, escaping without alerting the cops or, you know, stuff like that. And I think it will create people to actually start, you know, playing it more tactfully than just run up in there, oh, blah, 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 guns blazing. Because, yeah, it's fun. It's really fun trying to actually plan it out with your boys in there, you know, and you're trying to uh, heist things out like, okay, uh, I'll get this guard over here, you know, okay, you go get the red key card up from the room over there, you know. It is fun doing that kind of stuff. So 
But yeah, the servers on it come like in my opinion, I downloaded the game uh the Friday the week it released, which I think it was a few days after, and I couldn't even play it. I think it was almost for a day or two because the servers were just in such crap condition that they literally had shut down the servers and were like, well, we sorry, we're going to fix it. <laughs> and well, they did, but then again, they went down again last night. Uh, well, hopefully all that's kind of in preparation to actually get things working as it should be, so... But I'm still having fun with it, though. I'm uh, it's still a fun game. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely visit the game in the future. Um, yeah, because I, I the entry cost is forty dollars, or I think it's on Game Pass. Yeah, you said it's on Game Pass, so um, we'll definitely try it in the future. Um, you know what I did? What else I did try this week? What's that? Uh, there's a game called Definitely Not Fried Chicken, and. What it's yeah it's on Steam and it was, uh, it was on sale this week. Uh, I I don't remember how much it it was like ten dollars or something, but uh, what it is is uh, you've seen Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what what is what is the chicken uh, place called, Lauren? I can't remember in Breaking uh, Bad. Uh, El Pollo. El Pollo uh, Loco or something like that. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is, it's a chicken front that, exactly, it's a front for a meth lab. And definitely not fried chicken is you run a restaurant that's a front for, apparently there's different types of drugs. I haven't gotten that far into the game. But yeah, so you're running like a meth lab or a drug lab or whatnot, and then you're selling fried chicken as a front for it. And it's it's pretty expensive. There's a whole town. You got to hire people. Um, kind of a uh, little graphic warning for anyone listening out there. So the very first part in the tutorial is you have to buy a little chicken farm, which has all these little baby chickens, and then you have to buy a blender. And then when you hire a worker, I just assign the worker to make chicken nuggets. So he goes over and he picks up a baby chicken, and last chance. Uh, and he walks the chicken over to the blender, just, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the thing is it's, it's like that top down, very kind of low polygraphic style. So it's not, you know, like mega graphic or anything like that. It's very kind of casual. Um, but yeah, so, uh, and it makes like that chicken paste that you've all probably seen that video with like, uh, this is what, you know, chicken nuggets yeah. look like. It's this nasty pink paste. Yeah. It makes that paste and he makes chicken nuggets out of it. And, uh, yeah, so. I was trying to finish the tutorial, and it locked up on me, I think, because I missed a step. And then all of a sudden, my fryer exploded, and everyone ran out of the restaurant on fire. (laughs) And I'm like, and then I get an achievement for uh, equipment exploding, and it's like only 10% of people have gotten this. I'm like, what? Was that not (laughs) supposed to happen there in the tutorial? And yeah, so, uh, but yeah, I was, it's... It was oddly, you know, it was kind of fun for the time I was playing it. So I'm, I'm going to hop back into that sometime, too. That, that was a good time. So you're telling me you didn't know how this equipment blew up. It just locked up. The yes. chickens in their like regards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that brings me to our casual game of the week. And, Cody, I don't think you've ever played this one. I played this one a stupid amount. Um, it was on PC. I think, I think, I think it was free on PC. And then they made an app, and I think the app might have been free, but it had, like, ads, and I think I paid, like, $2 to get rid of them. But uh, it's called Freeways. 
And this is this, this is kind of dumb. I don't even know how to got how I got into it, but it wants you to. It gives you roads, and you have to draw the roads with your finger or with your mouse, and um, and then you have to control the flow of traffic. Um, for instance, like uh, there's a four way intersection, and it's not proficient enough. It causes a traffic jam, so you fail the level. So if you erase the four way intersection and put a roundabout, traffic flows smoothly, and all the cars go through. Roundabouts apparently cheaper, and yeah, than, uh, uh, actual stoplights. That's why they make them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, cheaper than the whole traffic light system and everything. Uh, traffic gets to keep flowing, and uh, and yeah, and my efficiency for that level was super high. But it gets super complicated. You make bridges by like ele- clicking the elevation button, and it gives you like that kind of highlighted road you draw over other roads, and it gets super complicated. But it's called freeways. And, yeah, just because you draw all these, it gets crazy at the end. You draw all these roads and everything. Like, okay, everything's connected. And you hit play, boom, instant traffic jam. And then you've got to spend, like, the next 10 minutes trying to, you know, fix your roads or actually, you know, make a section where cars can cross or find out why cars aren't going. And uh, I don't know. It's it, for I have no interest in traffic or anything, but I have, I found myself getting caught into it. Yeah, um, it sounds fun, but it sounds like a road, you know, the road working mm-hmm. people. It sounds like they're using this to figure out shit. They're like, look, let gamers figure it out. <laughs> well, the thing is, apparently, I could be wrong here, but I think when I discovered the game, um, the guy said the person who designed it was one of those people who actually designed the systems. Um, or he was learning to be or something. So he was actually kind of involved in that process somewhere. Um, and yeah, and it kind of gives you like an expense, like, oh, well, here's your solution. Yeah, sure, your traffic flow is great, but the cost was stupid high. So yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I'll send you a link to it later. Um, yeah, it's called Freeways. Freeways. Heck yeah, sounds cool. Nice little... Well, no, I'd probably, <laughs> I'd probably be cussing out all my little cars. Because <laughs> oh. uh, in reality, roundabouts suck. <laughs> Maybe a video game is good, but people just don't understand how to properly use a roundabout still. Okay, and yeah. If, if you come across someone like. who doesn't know what they're doing, sure, but... I'd much rather a roundabout than a four-way stop because that's when people really get Oh, yeah, things. like four-way stop, forget it. For the most part, people in a roundabout, they they just don't, like the people are supposed to stop, don't they just right onto the circle? Okay, sure, whatever. That's kind of scary, dangerous. <laughs> but at a four-way stop, people just stare at you and throw your hands up like, go. And like, lady, you've been here before three other cars. <laughs> Why do you want me to go? Whatever. Yeah. And Yeah, so, um, but, yeah, it's, um... Um, yeah, it's fun. I mean, my casual game that I played, despite everyone else's belief, I did not play Genshin. Oh, shit. I mean, I played it at the beginning of the night, but then I finished (laughs) off strong with Frog Detective. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so uh, what's the full title of that game, Lauren? Um, uh... Yeah. Frog Detective I... Trouble in Cowboy oh, County? Oh, yes. Trouble in Cowboy County. <laughs> so, 
that's i'm glad you brought that up that is a yeah, yeah so that is a very kind of cutesy style game it is um yeah so you play as a frog detective who rides he into is a detective. town uh cowboy county uh on his scooter it's okay I just got to talk about the scooter really quick. You can do some sweet ass tricks on that scooter. Like I was wall riding and I did like backflips. I mean, it's it's a really good, really yeah, good feature. I feel like none of those were intended by the developer, uh, but you were doing it and you made it look cool. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> but you have to go talk to all the townspeople who could be other animals, koalas or... Uh, there's was that a snake or a worm playing the piano? That was a worm. He was playing the piano. Ow. He he plays the shit out of that piano with no Look, hands. Don't ask questions. But he sits in I front of it and the keys it. get played. He he's got the spirit. And he moves. He is moving and grooving on that piano. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't ask questions, Cody, about the worm. But uh, so then what was what was there was a girl. Um she was she was gonna she was also gonna apply to be sheriff. What was she? Ah, yeah, she was a criminal. She wa- She forges uh uh well I mean eh, eh, who really knows? I mean it's like a victimless crime. She just forges IDs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. so, hold on. Well I meant what animal was she? Oh I think she was like a rat. Oh that yeah, that's right. She it's was like a little, little mouse. She was like a little rat or a mouse or whatnot. I guess she's also a criminal now. Nah, she's, nah, she was a self proclaimed outlaw though. She's an outlaw. So I don't partner. know if you can consider an outlaw a criminal just because nah, they're out of the law. Nah, yeah. nah. I mean I think she's really cool. So I forgive her. It's not like she murders people, so she's probably a good person. Yeah, overall. she just lets kids buy alcohol and cigarettes. <laughs> The whole thing with um, Frog Detective, Detective is uh, you're in this town and somebody has stolen all of the hats. Um, so you're trying to figure out who is the hat thief of Cowboy County. Um, yeah, again, just a cute little game. Yeah, I, know I have Steam, my suspicions. Yeah. If you ever get off Genshin, maybe we'll be able to see how it ends. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, I got to get Novelette first. <laughs> if I get him, then I'll be free. I'll be free from that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, also, just to touch on it real quick, the length of our podcast. I know we've kind of discussed it a bit. Like, where do we stop? Like, right now, we're already approaching that hour mark. Um, and then, you know, a couple friends who listened, uh, they were like, yeah, well, you know, maybe... You do, you know, a little shorter episodes here or there, yada, yada, yada. Um, but we're just going to go until we're done. Uh, if it's an hour, so be it. If it's 90 minutes, so be it. Not, there's probably even two-hour episodes in the future. So, um, yeah, so that's just whatever we feel like talking about for the week. Again, we're not, uh, we're not really set on anything. As long as we're still having a good time, then we're going to keep doing it. And, and I'm having a great time. So Damn right. Yeah. Um, all right. What other topics do we got for the week? Oh, oh, you know what I wanted to talk about? Okay. So Meta showed off the Oculus 3. We've already talked about that. But what else they showed off was how they're now, they did a big segment on AI. And I'm sure everyone's either you're loving all the talk about AI or you're hating it because there's so much of it. 
Um, and what Meta is doing is, so you know there's multiple forms of AI, um, and it's gotten crazy. The art one, an example they showed, is they're adding AI to their stickers, where, kind of like the iOS stickers Lauren was talking about, you can generate a sticker on the fly now, whatever you want. And the examples they used on stage was like uh, a capybara holding a suitcase, and boom, it generated like, I think, nine different images of these cute little capybaras holding suitcases, and you just picked one as a sticker for his message. <laughs> um, they did like a hedgehog driving a car, boom, just populates these, and they're all generated by AI. No one's ever seen them before. It's not finding these on Google. It's making these in real time. It's gotten crazy. Um, AI has come so far in the past year. Uh, yeah, like, scarily quick. Like, uh, I'm, uh, I like it. But then I, I can see the potential of something going wrong. Have you seen the Matrix? <laughs> just yeah, it's just I, I don't know. It just seemed we we as humanity need to make sure you know we actually keep in control with uh, keep. I I, I don't know. It, it's scary. Yeah. I'm I'm scared to see. I'm scared and excited at the same time to see the future of AI. Uh, well, I can help you get a little more excited or scared. The next part they showed off was, so they're adding these, um, best way I can put it is AI companions. Uh, and I don't know where they're adding them. Um, I don't know if it's going to be to Messenger, to Facebook, to what. Um, maybe they'll make another app for them. But uh, so the one they showed off that I'm like, yo, no way. Um, they're doing, uh, think of a dungeon adventure where it's like a text-based adventure. It reads you out a prompt. It's like, um, uh, you wake up in a bar. You have no idea where you are, um, or a tavern. Um, yes, how would you like to proceed? And you just type in what you want to do next and it'll give you the next prompt. And it's very kind of, but the thing is the dungeon master for it is Snoop Dogg. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's... Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, so that AI, and the thing is, and you can kind of create these personalized AIs, and that's what they've done. So it looks like they've done a face scan of Snoop Dogg, and, um, and Snoop Dogg is now your dungeon master for this little adventure that you can take. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it was super cool. It was super cool. So I know during the tech demo, uh, you could tell... Uh, Mark, uh, CEO of Facebook, of course, he was, or Meta, sorry, was a little um, nervous about it. So he's giving it very simple prompts. Um, but yeah, it was keeping up. It was generating this adventure. It was super cool. So that'll be cool to touch with. Um, the other AIs that they showed off, um, they did a sports one where you can talk about sports with the AI and just like, hey, yeah, what do you, you know, uh, the, the thing is, you can, have conversations with AI and feel like you're talking to a person if that's the route you want to go or you can just ask it questions so the sports one is Tom Brady it looked like and you can sit there and talk to Tom Brady um, yeah so tell me the sport the NFL scores for this week and he'll tell them to you and it's like oh well what do you think about the game with the Bears and it'll give you an AI generated response that'll feel fluent and um, it's crazy I've been working a lot with AI this past week and it's it's scary it's scary um, and then uh, Naomi Osaka, the woman's tennis player. Uh, she's, I guess, a big anime manga fan. And uh, so she's doing like the whole anime manga one. So if you want to discuss anime manga with an AI, then you sit there and you discuss it with Naomi. And 
Uh, it's it's scary. It's super cool though, and um, and yeah, and 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 the, and the thing is, you think like all AI is the same AI, but no, you can create these custom variants of AI by giving it instructions. By they literally can tell the AI, uh, respond as if you're Snoop Dogg. Uh, all your responses should be generated um, as a fantasy world similar to Dungeons and Dragons. And you can give it these instructions, and then that's how these responses are catered back based on which AI you choose to speak to. So it's it's super crazy. It's super cool, though. Yeah. like uh, That's why I'm excited about AI is just because in gaming, I think it's going to turn... This is going to flip gaming all the way upside down. If they start doing, like, especially in survival games, where, you know, like, there's an AI, like, group over here. There's another faction over there of AI. You know, uh, it just, and if they let them act on their own, you know, like, uh, it just, endless possibilities. Yeah. And the tech demo that we saw for that was super cool. They took that Unreal Engine 5, like Matrix tech demo, and they applied AI to each individual NPC. And the thing is, the basic instructions were something along the line of, you're a citizen who lives in New York City or whatever instructions they gave, and, uh, and respond like you're a day-to-day citizen from there. And so what you do in the tech demo is it uses um, speech-to-text and then text-to-speech to do this. So you speak to any random citizen wandering around the town. Just think about you're playing Grand Theft Auto, and there's all these civilians wandering around. In the tech demo, you could walk up to any of them and just say, Hey, how long have you lived here? And it takes a second for the AI to generate a response, but that NPC will look at you It'll generate a response, and then it'll speak it out using text-to-speech. It'll be like, I've lived here all my life. Why? What's it to you? And you could sit here and go on having a conversation with this person until, you know, you either piss off the person, the AI, or whatnot, and just be like, look, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And then it just walks away. And then, please leave me alone. Sir, please leave me alone. And, um, but yeah, you can you can go up to any NPC and have a dynamic conversation. Like um, you was asking one, so what do you do for a living? And the uh, AI's response is, why? Why do you want to know? Why, why are you so interested in me? And uh, yeah, so it's 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 crazy. Instead of bumping into someone at Grand Theft Auto, hey, watch out! Yeah, you can sit here and talk with these bots, and and they actually have conversations. It's the future of gaming's. It's it's promising. I, I I'd love to kind of implement it into a future project. Um, we'll see. We'll see. It could be super cool. One Definitely. thing I did do is Unity has an add-on uh, I've been messing with, and what that add-on does is so when you're making games, you have to create the scripts, and those scripts kind of handle all the functions of the game and whatnot. So this add-on allows it brings me up a Chat GPT prompt and OpenAI prompt. And I'm able to put in, uh, create me a script um, that adjusts the frequency. Here's here's a real one I did. Create me a script that adjusts the frequency of a low tone uh, or low pass filter uh, based on the y-axis difference between my character and the enemy. And boop, 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 boop. it writes the whole script for you. You generate it. Now, 
it had the right idea. It got me on the right level. It was able to do a lot of the stuff that I could have done myself. Saved me a lot of time. But the thing is, there were two small mistakes in there. Um, I was able to just open up the script, fix its mistakes, recompile it. Boom. It worked. It was great. Saved me a whole lot of time. And um, so it, it's crazy. AI has come so crazy far in the past year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I remember hearing a story. I don't know if it was ever true, though, but they were like, they made this robot. It was just a little rolling around robot. They didn't give it, you know, any arms or anything like that. But they gave it, like, a sentient mind, you know. It it just thought and knew on its own. Well, they said, you know, after being able to look up the world's history and whatnot and all this, that it committed suicide. I don't know if that story was ever true, but, I, you know, I guess if you're... I wonder if this is about that security bot. Yeah. So Yeah, it was it, a security bot or something. Yeah. There, so the thing is, I don't know if it was AI. I don't know uh, what it was. I don't know if that was just the whole uh, funny text behind it. But, yeah, there was a security bot that was supposed to operate kind of like a Roomba on this campus. And they just found it in, like, the pool. <laughs> the the next yeah the next day so i think everyone's maybe joking on that but yeah that that'd be funny uh, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah because i know with so open ai they're now in chat gpt version 4 and I, I guess they've opened it up to the internet because before it was opened up to the internet archives of everything before 2017 but now i guess they're open it to the real-time internet so that could also change things like crazy for ai uh, in the future, we'll have to see. Wait, uh, what do you mean? It uh, only was allowing stuff from 2017 and before. Yeah, kind of like the uh, an internet archive. So the Chat GPT couldn't go out and get real time data. Essentially, um, is my understanding. Um, for instance, if you'd say, "Hey, can you look up yada 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 for me?" and it'd be like, "Sorry, I don't have access to the internet." Um, because it, it builds its information based off everything it knows. So it was only instead of actually opening up it to browse everything and get real-time data and all that, it was just giving it a portion of the Internet, an archive of the Internet from years ago. Um, so that's how it was able to kind of mass this amount of data and communicate with you efficiently. But uh, I guess now they're opening it up for real. So it has ac um, you know, access to real-time data. So I don't know if that's scary or cool, but I guess we'll find out. Like I said, every everything that you say about it is scary, but yet cool at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, just because you know, I'm I'm not the best in shape, and uh, I can't be running from no robots. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. And yeah, I, and again, some of my details of everything might be off. I'm not crazy invested in it, um, but uh, that's that's the gist of it. Yeah, that's that's is like I said, it's exciting and scary at the same time. But especially with them uh, already coming out with the, uh, I've seen ads on it on Facebook for uh, like your own companion, and it's an AI companion, you know, and you sit there and you talk to it daily, and it'll text you back saying, "Hey, how are you?" and stuff like that. And I don't know. That's a little, it is weird to me. Did you see the South Park episode about AI? Uh-uh. So they were talking about, um, the girls were talking about how, um, oh, 
Clyde sends me the best text messages. Oh, my God. He's so eloquent. Yada, 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 yada. And then Wendy's like, well, Stan just sends a thumbs up to everything. And it shows her text messages. Wow, I really miss you. Thumbs up. Hey, what are you doing today? Thumbs up. And um, so she's like, you know, I'm feeling a little insecure and I'd like to talk. So Stan goes to Clyde and he's like, how, how do you do it, man? He's like, it's called chat GPT. And so Stan starts using it and he just puts in Wendy's text, kind of like you're describing. It generates a response and he pastes that in and send it. And this has become his routine. He doesn't even, he's doesn't never looks at his phone. It shows him playing basketball. He opens his phone boop, 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 and sends it real quick. N- no idea what he's sending her. He's just trusting chat GPT. So they go out for ice cream one time later in the episode. And she's like, Oh my God, I just, I've never told anybody what happened to me when I was six or seven or whatnot. So it feels good to open up. And he's, and he's like, he's all wide eyed. He's like, Yep. Wow. Yep. And she goes, and then for you to tell me the same thing happened to you? And he's like, yep. <laughs> and uh, the the only thing I'm confused about, did you say your uncle died in Venice? Or it was something crazy like that. And he was like, uh, oh, yeah, that was awful. But you said it was the greatest time of your life. It was. And the worst. <laughs> oh, my God, I got to go. And, yeah, so... So then the whole thing to solve the episode is it shows him open up chat GPT, write a story about a Stan from uh, a boy named Stan from South Park who uses chat GPT and come up with a resolution. And so then they actually put that into the prompt and they actually put the end of the episode for what chat GPT wrote. So it's just this crazy, stupid finale of Stan walks in and declares open that chat AI is not evil. Everyone should embrace it. And yeah, and my girlfriend shouldn't be mad at me because I was just embracing it. Yeah, and then no one's mad at him. It's like, how'd you pull it off? Chat GPT did. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was. That, that's pretty cool. I'm it, glad it, to see that. Yeah, it was. It was crazy, stupid. But it was funny. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can now have your full blown conversations. They've even added it to Snapchat and everything. You can converse with AI and all that's kind of using that open AI. Um, background or framework, and it's crazy. Like, you feel like you're talking to somebody. And I heard they send NSFW photos, too. What? Oh, no, yeah. what's it called so I can avoid it? <laughs> 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 but, yeah, they, yeah, they've got the little AI companions that do that. Oh, yeah. Well, there's probably money behind that one. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, there's probably a little charge. Or it could be a good way to get into people's thoughts if you think about it. Because a lot of people be really open with texting somebody they consider a companion. So right, they're yeah. going to. So you got to think there. If somebody wanted to learn any and everything about you, they could get into that. Yeah, you're just opening up to yeah. this AI, but. Yeah, what if somebody has access to that data? And then all of a sudden, buy a girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so actually I saw this today. It's so funny you'd say that. Have you seen the new Blade Runner? No. Okay, the new Blade Runner with, uh, I say new, I think it was, you know, it's from the past 10 years or whatever, uh, with Ryan Gosling. Love the movie. Um but yeah, he uh Ana de Armas plays 
his AI girlfriend, uh, AI companion in the movie, and but she's very real to him, and um, and yeah, to the point of like him getting heartbroken and stuff. Um, whatever, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but uh, yeah, I saw there was this thing about this guy. He had an AI girlfriend, very similar to what you're describing. She generated her own little face or whatnot. And he was like, she might not be real to y'all, but I can assure you the conversations I've had with her are more real than any conversation I've had with any person. Like, she's real to me, and she means a lot to me. And uh, and he shared a picture of his AI girlfriend, the picture that was generated for him. So somebody took that section in the movie that's normally made for memes that shows him looking out on the balcony um, where it shows Ana de Armas. She's like, for sale, because... Although it was his AI girlfriend, she's available for anyone. Anyone can get the AI. And uh, so he's like sitting on the balcony, like heartbroken, looking at what he lost in the film. Sorry, spoiler alert. I'm sorry. Um, uh, yeah, whatever. And uh, and somebody just like photoshops his AI girlfriend there instead, though. And I'm like, <laughs> man, come on. Dang. Yeah. It's It's... Definitely going to be weird with it, especially if they start making actual robots that are affordable for people to buy. I'm sorry. Leave a man alone with that robot. I guarantee he's going to fuck it sooner or later. <laughs> Just <laughs> especially if it's got the female look or whatever. Uh, well, I'm not going to bleep that. Um, but yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, that got explicit really quick. I'm just, yeah. But, <laughs> that's, I that's mean, my thought. Do you know, that reminds me of the one skip uh, from that show we used to watch um, where he goes to buy the vacuum. And I and he's staring at this vacuum. And he's like, that'll rip it off. And he's like, what? what? He's like, yeah, that will rip it off. And he's like, what? Are you crazy, man? I'm not going to do that. And he's like, okay, well, I'm just telling you, if you were, it'll rip it off. And he's like, well, do you, I mean, hypothetic, do you have one that wouldn't? Oh, yeah, this one here. <laughs> and I was like, wow. How much is it? It's $10,000. <laughs> what? Are you crazy? And he picks it up off the shelf and is like, and um, it's like, yeah, that one won't rip it off, though. And he goes to check out, and uh, the lady's like, and what? This motherfucker's still going to pay for it. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, anyway, anyway, that's what that reminds me of. Yeah. Uh. Uh. So, uh, yeah. So, I it, it's exciting. I I really want to tinker in it. It's not going to be in the game I'm working on now, but I was telling you some of my ideas of, you know, kind of adding dynamic AI that could react based on kind of how you converse with it. And the thing is, there's a cost to it. And depending on which version of the AI you use for your video game or whatever... It could be fractions of a penny to multiple pennies per prompt. Um, and, of course, I'd be using that cheaper one because uh, the thing is you have to offset. If somebody buys my game for $10, then how many times can AI prompt them before I lose money on that purchase, you know? Yeah. So AI is also probably going to get more affordable as time goes. I imagine it's going to be like unlimited data actually i genuinely do this is my predictions is when verizon introduced unlimited data um you you've got unlimited data 
But then data became a big thing. So then they limited it. You couldn't get unlimited, and they charged out the ass for it. And then as years went on and became more mainstream and people got used to paying for it, then eventually unlimited data has come back and now it's the new norm again. Uh, and that's probably what AI is going to do. AI um, is already in that phase where they're charging for it, and I imagine a lot of AI applications are going to get expensive. Uh, and then in the future, it's just going to be normal. It's just going to be a normal part of everyone's lives. Uh, like, it, it would not surprise me if these Google Homes and these uh, Apple HomePods and Alexas and all that, uh, if what they currently have is eventually replaced with kind of that open AI background, so your conversations with them will be a lot more fluent. Yeah. Because the thing is, open AI can also... Um, it holds on to what you've discussed with it. If you tell open AI... Uh, a great example is um, if I give it a prompt and say, uh, let's say, um, okay, so uh, tomorrow I'm looking for, uh, let's just say, the fastest way to burn 100 calories. What do you recommend? And it might give me a small workout routine or something that it recommends. And then if I ask it something else, it... That's in its knowledge base. It knows that's something we've talked about. If I if I talk to it for a while and be like, hey, can you, uh, that workout routine you gave me, I just realized, you know, I hurt my leg. Um, I'm not going to be able to actually jog. Uh, do you have something that's more arm focused? So then it'll be able to, it knows it's talked to you about it. It knows the routine it gave you. It'll just rewrite that routine to include more arm workouts or whatnot. It's it's not gonna be like what are you talking about what workout routine what what what's going on no it's it's yeah it's it it's cool to cool to play with yeah yeah that's 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 cool that's, yeah, if, that's and cool. if anyone wants to play with it you can play with it for free just go to Open AI it asks you to sign up you need your email you need your phone number you sign up and yeah you can you can mess with it today it's it's kind of scary it's kind of creepy but it's cool it's super cool like Cody said it's scary. And it's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I can say about AI. It's I'm very excited to see how the future will come. Uh, oh, man, to think. Yeah. Um. All right. So, what other what other games did we play this year? There's so many other topics we can hop into. Again, I I'd like to do a separate kind of offshoot segment to talk about the the whole from software games because that's oh yeah yeah there's so much we could talk about we're there. definitely gonna do that let's see what games have you played this year lauren what have you played with us besides genshin uh so i played genshin impact with you guys for a little bit uh when you guys you know wanted to come to my world so it sounds like you forgot about besides all of genshin. that um so <laughs> <laughs> Well, we did play Baldur's Gate earlier in the year. That's right. We we talked about Baldur's Gate last week. So how yeah. did you feel about Baldur's Gate, Lauren? I mean, I loved it. <laughs> it was. It was so good. I Yeah, I really liked... Um, like, I really liked Astarian a lot. <laughs> oh, really? And <laughs> I... No, I just... I love their interactions and stuff. <laughs> All right, so the thing is, we all made multiple characters in Baldur's Gate. So there's so many classes and options to pick from. (laughs) How many of the classes did you try? 
I tried a lot. Yeah. Well, well, I name off I the tried. First four. Okay, so I tried a bard. Okay. I tried a bard. Right. Another bard. Oh. And then the last one. Oh. Was another bard. Oh man! So you really <laughs> kind of got around all the corners with your. I did. I was really, really playing the field on that. Right. Yeah. So I was really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say. So, so an we'll, eclectic collection. Safe to say you're proficient at at, at least bard. I mean, I could play the fuck out of a lute. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but but. That was that was a lot of fun. We were all looking forward to yeah. that. Um, we again we played chapter one earlier in the year, and we were mm-hmm. able to revisit it and play chapters. You know now one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think about the newer content? Do you think they maintained kind of mm-hmm. how well they did in the beginning? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like the story. I love all their interactions, though. Like when it's when you do have more of the. Like side characters like Lazelle and Gale and Astarian and all of them. I love their interactions with each other. Yeah. Um, so I really like that part. I think they're really sassy and cute. I definitely did too. <laughs> the, the reactions you get in them. Sometimes I sit there and I'm just like, dang, you know, usually when I see you're given choices in games, it really isn't something I would say. But I have yes. to pick it because it's like, eh. I, but that game yes. really brought out. It's like, yeah, that that's something I would say, and it'd be like some completely off the wall randomness. Is that Yikes. a Kith Yankee egg? No, it's an Albert egg. <laughs> I just like it. <laughs> <laughs> that was pure gold. Uh, I just like it. <laughs> I just like it. <laughs> But I, I love that about the game. It literally, it, it felt like they really just started asking a bunch of random people when they picked <laughs> one person had to be somewhat of the same brain cell as I have. Because he, there was a couple of them. Like, uh, how it's just like, kick this guy in the balls. Yeah, that's what I would have done. I mean, <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> Listen, no. I just want them to love me, so... I mean, I've made some really out of character uh, choices. <laughs> uh, right, to try and get Lots a of favor. I mean, yeah, I had to. Right, I mean, you got to do what you have to do. What am I going to do? Not get his favor? Right, That's right. not an option. Did you get his favor? I almost got his favor. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a weird way to say no. I mean, he twirled his hair when he looked at me once. So <laughs> I'm on the right track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get there. <laughs> Man. It is, uh, yeah. So it's been a big year for games. Uh, Lauren, I know it's been a big year for conventions as well. We've all started going yeah. to conventions. Um and by that we mean like you know comic cons or anime cons and whatnot, mm-hmm. and uh, and we've dragged Cody to a few of those. And They're fine. Yeah, well, drag. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say drag, because I was kind of into it. Too. I'm about to say. Yeah. I mean, he came willingly, but you yeah, know, but yeah, he, yeah. He, he tried to chicken out on one of them, and we were like, no, it's not an option. You gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that, especially when you said. Uh, so I've really got this hotel room that was bigger for this, and you're not coming now. 
I was like, well, Aww. fuck it. Now I got to go. Okay, all right. Oh, it, he's making it sound you. like I guilt trip him. <laughs> and the truth is, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. And it yeah, worked. It worked, yeah. And I picked him up from work the next day and uh, yeah. took his ass to Atlanta. Yeah, it that all worked out. Fun. I think the only reason I was kind of turning it down because I did forget to ask my boss to take off that day. Yeah, yeah. And luckily he was uh, nice enough to allow me to have that day off. Yeah, well, he didn't have a choice. We were breaking <laughs> you out. <laughs> Kidnapping. It was it was uh it was cool though. Um we've Definitely. all kind of cosplayed uh throughout the year. Cody, I know you did Jet, uh Cowboy Bebop and most recently Hagrid, which kind of hit home. Yeah. Uh, cuz a few yeah. people recognize Jet, but a, a lot of people recognize the Hagrid. Yeah. That that uh, it was cool. That's like the main thing about going to the con is mm-hmm. just getting that I don't know. It's like not just a little bit of serotonin. It's a lot when yeah. somebody uh, recognizes. Can I take a picture? Yeah, or something like that. Or oh my god, you're my favorite character, and that that that's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. when uh, you get that feeling. Yeah, and so and that goes back to kind of the art we're using for the podcast. It's the three of us there, and Cody is in his Hagrid cosplay. Lauren is in her Bucciarati cosplay. And uh, and I'm wearing the Spike Spiegel cosplay. It's my favorite one to do from, um, you know, uh, I, Cowboy Bebop always gets people going. They love seeing stuff from there. And, uh, and oh, yeah, yeah we we put together a couple, uh, but Spike's the one that always kind of just hits home for me. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a good time. Uh, I don't enjoy dressing up as much as Lauren because I, it, love it. I get hot. I get hot. I'm like, Ooh. I'm just like, there's a I lot fight. of people in here. Ooh. That's why I'm lucky. <laughs> I haven't had that problem with any outfit I've worn so far. And I'm surprised because with the Haggard one, it's big. yeah, it's a lot. It was going a lot on. of clothes. And yeah, yeah, but it was actually real comfortable. That's why I still to this day just <laughs> regularly going to places. I'll fucking wear it because it's just makes it feel cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we gotta get you the pink umbrella though. Yeah, that's yes. the one thing I'm missing for it. Is the pink umbrella part, but I, I hear they got a pretty good uh, con up here in Charleston happening. I think here soon. Oh yeah, it's I think it's October fifteenth. So we're going. So Carlos is coming down the weekend of the fourteenth, and we're going to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. But I think the con is Sunday. Yeah, it's Sunday only. That's why I was like, maybe we could leave Jacksonville, <laughs> then just go <laughs> straight to Charleston. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, we, yeah, and, and, and that could be cool. Come to Jacksonville, go straight to Charleston and go to the, uh, Charleston Comic-Con there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and yeah. And then if you want to swing by and we'll just do a late night recording for the podcast. Yeah. We yeah. definitely do that. Yeah. And, uh, we'll work it out. We'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll Everybody figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh-uh. I just, I wonder how big that one's going to be. I just, I feel like. Not many people will dress up. Oh, in Charleston? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, there towards my like last little bit of years living in Charleston and whatnot, uh, a lot of people were getting into that. Like there was actual people out in the parks and whatnot, larping and shit. Oh. And I was like, dude, that's oh, fucking that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> like, cause these these were actually kind of buff people and whatnot, and they were like really going at it. We've been talking about going to a Ren Fair, and I'd I'd still love to do that. I think that'd be oh, a great. Oh, yeah. we shall be. Yeah. I yeah. know. I wanted to go this year, but I don't know. 
Uh, that That's goes back to Cody happen. and I talking about finances. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, but Spirit Airlines got $40 plane tickets. <laughs> yeah, you might yeah. just be a spirit by the time might you get off the plane. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or one of those planes that they always talk about that uh, where they're like, you have to weigh, of course, you always weigh your luggage and everything. But then they're like, okay, now you have to weigh your purse. And it's like, okay. <laughs> then you're like, okay, now we got to weigh you. Oh! <laughs> like, well, hold on now. <laughs> like, is, is it that close of a weight thing to where, you know, you've got to literally measure every and anything that goes. But no, that's not a plane at that point. <laughs> uh, can I use the restroom first? That's a first? hope and a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time they put me through that full body scanner, I'm like, oh, it's cold in here. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Spirit Airline, like that's the whole, oh man, our landing gear just <laughs> dropped in the ocean. <laughs> oh no. Whoopsie, our bad. No big deal. We could still land it. Yeah, we can still land. We can still try. <laughs> I mean, no big deal. It'll get a little hot in here for a minute. <laughs> okay. I know I'm all over the place, but this just hit me. Um, so... Lauren, I know you've seen it, and Cody, I know you got to play Breath of the Wild, but not Tears of the yeah. Kingdom. So, do you guys know, like, the whole blood moon that comes out and respawns all the enemies yeah. mm-hmm. every few days? So, I learned today that the blood moon has two functions. It's when the system is starting to get overloaded, like the RAM or whatnot, when too many items are stored in the world, it'll trigger a blood moon. So, it clears all the items, so the game will run better. And then it also respawns the enemies. So... So, yeah, it, it would explain, like, because one time I felt like, God, that was so close to the last blood moon. But, you know, if you're, like, dropping a whole lot of resources or overloading the system in any way, apparently it'll trigger a blood moon so that things run smoother. Um, which is really cool. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's a really cool way to do it, too. Yeah, to, like, do clean up and You know, get rid it of the brings clutter. a blood moon, everybody, raw. <laughs> you know, I kind of <laughs> like that. Speaking of which. Uh, we do have a Nintendo Switch here for you. Make sure you remind me today to get it. Yeah, you know, I did have a phone for you, but... Oh, you didn't bring it? Oh, well, you're not getting a Nintendo. Son of a bitch. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Um, what else was there? Uh, there was an... Man. What was the anime I started this week I was going to bring up? Probably an isekai of some sort. All right. I uh, I'm pretty sure I feel attacked. You were watching the One Piece last night? Uh, well, slow down. <laughs> I, I would like to to try that one. It looks really good. It looks like the plot is really good. And um, the cinematography of it all, all looks right. good. Yeah. That one, uh, mm-hmm. I got to say, I watched it, uh, the live action of One Piece, and... Uh, I liked it. It was really good. But good. I do like they they changed certain little things about the characters, I guess, Aww. to follow, you know, Netflix's agenda of, you know, they're not real big on old smoking thing. Oh, right, right, right. Oh. Yeah, so uh, Sanji, you know, the cook, oh, uh, yeah. he always, you know, lights yeah. up a cigarette and has a cigarette and all that. And this, you know, he never touched a cigarette at once. Don't get me wrong, it, it it was just one of those little things, you know, if you're a One Piece fan, 
you wouldn't it'll kind of rub you a little wrong i got gotcha. you right. and i heard the actual uh what's the guy that created that i can't remember no but idea. yeah i think is i think it starts with the no anyways the creator actually commented on and he was like yeah the subtle little different he was like it was done well he was like but i don't like it because of the subtle little differences that were changed of the characters. Right, right. Well. And it's understandable, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's still. But it still was a really good. I, I, I liked it and I can't wait for. Because uh, it ended uh, after the um, Arlong Pirates uh, arc of it. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, I, apparently it's one of the first live actions we've we've gotten that's done the anime justice so um i do want to check it out um hopefully soon we'll see i uh i wanted to check out the space cowboy one i never watched that one oh the the cowboy neither yeah 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 Yeah, so that one was you know anyone who's listening shoot me whatever but uh that one was Sure, there there were reasons to complain. I don't think it was as bad as everyone made it out to be. Everyone, co- of course, compared it to the anime. That's what it's based on. It's based off the anime. They did not go one-to-one to the anime, of course. They've redid a lot with the characters. But if you viewed it as a separate entity, instead of calling it Cowboy Bebop, when you watch it, call it Space Cowboys, like you just did. And, uh, and then it'll be a little more enjoyable, maybe. Um, as a separate entity, it, it wasn't that bad. The story wasn't extremely strong either. But, I, I mean, it, it was a fun time. I, I watched it. I enjoyed it. I, I'm, I'm not as, you know, heavy-footed on hating it as so many people are. Yeah. Um, granted, that ending that they did, um, the very end, there's a little Easter there with uh, Edward. That could have been cut. That was awful. Yeah. Yeah. What they did, what they did there was, they did like a fisheye lens. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but it was really weird. Uh, but check it out. Yeah, check it out. Let me know. Let me know your thoughts. I definitely. I'm gonna I'm give it a shot. I think it's still on Netflix. I don't know. They might have took it down with all the backlash. Nah, it's probably still out there. It's probably still out there. Yeah. They've already paid the money to have it made now. Yeah, no no well. sense in taking it down. And it's it's Netflix, something they can so. add to their catalog. <laughs> True. Because you're always looking for something. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren and I, we went to decorate this room because, again, like I was talking about, we're potentially going to be doing the live podcast here in the future and in the next month or so. So, you know, we'll actually be kind of streaming in here uh, and uploading to Spotify. You can upload, like, kind of the live podcast or whatnot. So we were looking at finishing decorating. We have collected a lot of art. And you're here in person, so you can see. But we dug out all the art here. And we thought we had, uh, you know, a a decent amount. But we have a stupid amount. Like, (laughs) I don't know if... Stupid amount. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to fit on the wall. The idea was to put the couch... Oh, I knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, to to put the couch on this wall and then have it in the background. The whole background is just going to be all this, you know, beautiful uh, anime art and whatnot and video game-related art, whatever. Um, But to interchange them. Oh, yeah, you'll have to show Cody the 2B one. There's so much. Oh, yeah, we do have a really nice uh, 2B piece. Um... Uh, I, which I want to play that game too to actually Hunter, get Hunter, the 
story behind her, but uh, chainsaw, star rail. Yeah, I never Genshin, got into that. Spot family. <laughs> I was about to say, there's a lot of Genshin in there, but <laughs> I mean, they're really pretty. Oh, here it is. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Damn right. I think that game's still selling for sixty. My neighbor told so. troll. What? Near uh, near uh, Automata. Yeah, I think it's still selling for sixty. That's why I've never gotten it to play. Hmm. Um. Because I want to. Because you know, that Siege one, brought me uh, into Iana. Uh, yeah. Which was uh <laughs> that the two B skin two B there. skin. Speaking of which, I, yeah, I do. We oh, keep talking we about do. Siege. Let's play yeah. Siege. I know. You never want to. That's what, what we said at I, the start of this. Of the cast. Ooh, look, I've been. What do you mean the start of the cast? That was one episode ago. <laughs> no, no, no. We've talked about it on this one too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right at the start. Okay, we're gonna play tonight then. Good deal. I well, I only maybe. like to play Siege. So like, when we like when we're drinking and stuff because I feel so much less pressure. Yeah. And then we always make a friend. It does get pretty. I don't know, like, you feel pressure, but I've gotten pretty casual when it comes to Siege. Like, we all kind of just... No, it's just like like me. Like, I want to do good to help (laughs) out the team, instead of you and Nomric being at the goddamn top every time. (laughs) Well, You know, sometimes I like to at least taste or look at the top. Well, if you weren't (laughs) shit all the time. I can't help it. (laughs) Y'all PC guys with y'all's accuracy is killer. Like y'all, uh, at points, some some games, I'm just like, I gotta give up. <laughs> I don't. I still run in there with the Maru and I shoot people in the face <laughs> as much as I can, and sometimes it works out right. Well, that's what we're gonna do. We're all gonna go play some Siege. We're gonna wrap up this episode. Uh, anyone have anything else they want to get off their chest? Um, no, I think I think we talked about everything. I- Think yeah. of. I got personally attacked for liking Genshin Impact. Uh-huh. And uh huh, and that's that's gonna keep happening. <laughs> so um, while oh, no. you know the official title of the podcast again, Joystick Journey is a two-player podcast. Um, we went with that name uh, because most of the time this will be a two-player podcast. Cody and I will, for the most part, we will always be here. It'll be the two of us. Um, but yeah, from from time to time, we'll, we will hopefully enter player three, player four, and we'll have some guests on here. And uh, Lauren will probably be our most reoccurring one. Uh, we're we're actually modifying the setup so we can bring in some of our um, uh, distant guests who can do some call-ins and whatnot. So uh, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. Definitely. It's always good I'm to get excited. a different perspective on certain things, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, getting yeah multiple people's kind of perspective. Um, and plus it saves on buying games because sometimes they buy the games so they can just tell us part of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just stream it. Look here, we, we pour out here. <laughs> and these <laughs> games ain't getting cheaper. <laughs> no, thanks to the president of Capcom. No, just kidding. It's not his fault. Yeah, but, but he is hopping on the bandwagon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Uh, Thank you all for coming on this journey with us. um, And we will catch you all next week. All right, y'all. Later. Bye.